0: know how to pray the spirit of the Lord will intercede for us in this time I want us to pray in spirit he's here Ah, hallelujah I want us to pray in spirit when you are praying in spirit you are talking to your father Ah, whereby no one can even hear you so I want us to pray in spirit. Rika masata rabashika mandara vasika. Ribowo satsa makarende voshika pandara vasika. Riele osata pakatatari sutubata Kondara vasutubata tatari ele osata ribatata makato vosumo taravasuma. Ariatse rebovos yemandabo suku manda masanda. Muriaba sata kama dereva shukumanda, kane reva sikamata tariasa, karaba ba shika bato, murena wa ushika manda raba rida ba shukumanda, muriataza baba, munariata, muriakata, murena wa wasaka sita tara Rere baba passa mandara basika makatsatsaria sasa choko marietsa ritsa tsatsara basika mandara basika kotsera basika korara satsa mandara basika ribaba satsara basika rikatsa i humble myself before you god Rika Matataria Masanda, I surrender all to you, Jesus, withholding nothing. Rika Masata, Rebos Shikamande Reta Masaka, let us decrease and you increase so that you lift us up, Lord. We are here, Lord. Reign Jesus, reign Jesus, reign Jesus, reign Jesus. Rita Mashata. we need your touch, we need your touch, touch us in a special way Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Are you ready for God's word? Wow, 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 turn to your neighbor and say, I'm so excited to be in this place. <laughs> if we can open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter number 4. Uh, And verse 14. Verse 14 says, Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Oh my God. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity. But in all points he was tempted like as we are yet without sin. 16, but let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Ah, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Book of Acts, hallelujah. Acts chapter number 16, 20, 20. And he brought them to the magistrate, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city, teaching customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrate rent off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten. And they had them laid stripes upon them, they cast them in prison. This is the keyword. Keyword charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Oh, my God. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Batman didn't come. Superman didn't come. Wonder Woman didn't come. Paul and Silas prayed. Somebody say prayer. Sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was an earthquake. Not a prison quake. Not a room quake. But an earthquake. What was the effect? So that the foundations of the prison. Somebody say prison foundations. So that the prison foundations were shaken. And immediately all doors were opened. Somebody say all doors. And everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoner's had escaped. The title of my message, Prison Warden. A prison warden Two words, a what, a prison, what then? This is a person. We have a person, we have a word. we have a jail cell. Hallelujah. A prison is a place of confinement. A prison is a place relegated either for correctional services or purposes. A prison is a place that restricts, constricts, and confines a human being or any entity or any speech. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in every prison there are words, there is maybe word A per se, there is word B perhaps, there is word C, hallelujah. And these are sections of the prison, hallelujah. And a jailer or a prison warden is an official or an officer who is appointed. To make sure and ensure that you are in your prison. A prison or a jailer, a prison warden is a person or an officer who is employed to make sure that you stay in your prison. There is no room for you to escape. You may escape the bars. You may escape the locks. But there is an individual monitoring you 24-7. Relating this type of message I want to zero in to things that keep people in bondage because I've come to realize by the spirit of God that for every type of confinement, there is a system that is designed to maintain a person in that kind of situation. what am I trying to say? For every poverty concept, for every concept that brings one into disease, into sickness, there is a system that has been designed to make sure that you are confined in that type of imprisonment. That is why you find that many people are finding it hard to break out of habits, to break out of addictions, to break out of dry seasons, to break out of poverty, to break out of financial crisis, to break out of mental constipation. A lot of people are finding it hard to move to the next level because they are Per se, there are systems per se that maintain a personality in a certain prison world. In the book of Genesis, you realize that when God created Adam, He created Adam and gave him a fivefold mandate replenish the earth, subdue the earth, multiply the earth, fill the earth, be fruitful. Hallelujah! Which means God thrust upon men a fivefold mandate to rule and to reign as a supreme being over the animals of the earth, birds that fly and things that creep and crawl on the ground. Hallelujah. But now the enemy brought in number one, what we call sin. Introduced as a a system called sin because the first commandment before the 10 commandments, the first command that God gave mankind He spoke to Adam and said, You and your wife, you may enjoy everything in the garden, but you shall not eat of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Which means God communicated the first commandment. Thou shall not eat of this tree. And following the commandment, He spoke to them and said, The day you eat, you will surely die. The day you will eat, He didn't say you will surely sin. Sin is not the end result of you eating. But because you have entered a system of sin, you will surely die. Which means sin becomes the prison, warden, that makes sure that Adam dies. So the day Adam eats of the tree, hallelujah, he didn't just by himself, taught in himself to say, I am going to eat of this tree. No, 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 no. The Bible says that Satan disguised himself in the form of the snake, which is very common in the garden because all animals were in the garden. So Eve and Adam, they know that snakes are in the garden. So the enemy camouflaged himself in the body of a snake and communicated something that is opposing what God declared to Adam and Eve. But watch this. Watch this. I want to speak about temptation a little bit the enemy did not use an animal that is outside the garden the enemy used the animal that is staying in the garden which means when temptation comes it does not come from alien species it does not come from foreign species the enemy uses things that you are familiar with the things that you take for granted the things that you you don't take notice of, the enemy used a snake which is common in the garden. Because if he had come as a different being, Eve was going to question what kind of a being are you, and who told you what you are saying. But because Eve was used to knowing that there is a snake in the in the garden, undermined that the enemy can camouflage himself in the disguise of a snake, and it so happened that temptation came through things that she overlooked. Do you know that... We cannot say that a person has overcome a temptation if it's not in line with the line of your lust because the bible says that a person is tempted by his own lust by the things that catches your eye by the things that enters your mind by the things that enters your spirit which means if your temptation is to eat ice cream if i take you to a place where there is chocolate you are not tempted if i take you to a place where there is bread you are not tempted If I take you to a place where there is milkshakes, you are not tempted. The moment you hear the bell ringing, not jingle bells, but bells for ice cream, you are tempted. Because it is something that is in the inside of you, something that you can relate to. The reason why many at times we find it so difficult to break out of temptations, it is because it is something that is a part of us. Therefore, we do not have a conviction of it because it is residing in the inside of us. So it happened... That the thing that catches the eye of Adam, the things that catches the eye of Eve, is the thing that the enemy tempted them with. So the Bible says that men sinned. When men sinned, they were introduced to a system of sin. And now the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Which means death is the end product. Now Adam has sinned, Eve has sinned. What is the myth behind touching Adam what is the secret behind touching Adam I want you to follow this carefully follow this carefully you remember last week I spoke to you about the calling of a firstborn child saying that if you are a firstborn child and you are marked with greatness not firstborn literally but firstborn in terms of you are the first to graduate you are the first to buy a car you are the first to buy a house you are the first to have 10000 in your bank account. You are the first to have 20000 only as savings in your bank account. I said there are special walls that are targeted at first born children. Walls that make sure that if you break through, the whole generation breaks through. That is the system I want to speak to you right now, which is the law of representation. This is how the law works because there was not any race upon the face of the earth which means in adam there was the seed of the human race in animals there were seeds of animals reproduction for birds they had seeds in them to produce the kind of birds which means when god finished the work of creation he didn't come back again to create something new when birds die god didn't come and create again in them he gave the power to reproduce. Somebody say reproduction. Which means in Adam, it's not only Adam, but it is you and I. In Adam, it is your mom and your dad. In Adam, it is Noah, Moses. In Adam, it is Joshua. In Adam, it is Ruth and Esther. But if I am able to touch Adam and introduce a system to one man, I am actually introducing the system to a generation of mankind. So when Adam sinned, because he's representing human beings he sinned as an alpha and the rest of human beings we started to function in sin which is the law of representation the secret being if I touch one person if I touch the father I'm able to touch the child can you see what's happening which means the strategy of the enemy He didn't come to make sure that everyone in Zimbabwe, in Malawi, in Botswana. He he, he didn't come to monitor and say, okay, I'm going to see what he's doing. I'm going to check what he's doing. He just touched one alpha person who is key for the generation. So that he can fight the whole generation. Which means when Adam fell in sin, I also fell with him in sin. Let's go to the book uh, of Genesis again. We look at Levi when abraham paid tithes the bible says that when he paid tithe even levi in his loins paid tithes which means levi was not yet born but it was a law of representation which means that there are things that if you begin as an alpha in your generation you are setting a pace for your children are we together are we together which means there are decisions that begin to make now as an independent party. The day you become fruitful, if you decide to stay in UK now, your kids born will be born in UK. If you decide to stay in Norway, your kids will be born in Norway in Paraguay and in Hawaii. Why? Because you are the alpha that is the keys for the generation. Not only that, if you introduce habits that can injure, constrain and restrain generations, you are able to restrict and, and, and bind generations for a lifetime. Which means many people in Africa, not only in Africa but the world over, we are fighting battles not only at a personal level, but we are fighting battles generationally hey are you hearing me in this place if you are the only one person who is successful in your house and everyone is poor if you earn fifty thousand five thousand goes to pay school fees for your nephew another six thousand pays school fees for your uncle another one pays rent for your auntie another one pays rent for the parents another one pays fees for your sister which means you remain with three thousand why because you are Carrying the whole generation. Which means decision that we make in this day today have got a bearing on generations that are coming. Not only does it have generations, you yourself, you are fighting battles that were established by your forefathers. I don't think you can hear me in this place. I don't think you can. Are you tracking with me this thing? Are you checking with me this thing? Here you are, you are Cain and your brother is Abel. You are born and you you are with your parents, Adam and Eve. But right inside Cain, there is a desire, ambition and a craving to kill. You are born as an innocent child with dreams, with visions, with aspirations. When I grow up, I want to be a hunter. When I grow up, I want to be a farmer. But along the way, in pursuit of your dreams, he found himself having dominant feelings to kill, dominant feelings of envy, dominant feelings of lust, dominant feelings of rage, dominant feelings of murder, Not because he's a murderer, because his father introduced the sin to the world. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Which means Cain to kill his brother. It was not because Cain was born a murderer. He was conceived in sin. And sin took advantage of what was happening and introduced the spirits of murder to the young man and he killed Abel, his brother. That is why in the Bible, you are here on university, you are struggling to understand mathematics. You are, you are finding it hard to understand algebra. The apple does not fall far from the tree. Look back in your generation. Who understands mathematics? Are you tracking with me? So, you are in university, you are trying to do mathematics, but the whole generation, when they see maths, they see drawings. When they look at an equation, Pythagoras, simultaneous, they only see numbers, but they cannot solve it out. Why? Because it's lying in the bloodline. Do you know that even Jesus, he was God. God, and God provides for his son. God provides for his children but when Jesus was born he was born in a manger you ask the question why Mary and Joseph were poor are you talking with me and if your parents are poor and you are born you are not born with a silver spoon you are born with a they cut the t-shirt to make a diaper when others are wearing pamper why because you are still an infant you don't have a decision buy yourself, to buy clothes for yourself, you are still under the custody of your family. The Bible says that they looked for an inn or hotel so that she can give birth. They found none. It's not that there was no inn. Uh -uh. There were inns available but his money was the limitation because Joseph had a donkey not a horse which means Joseph was struggling financially. Is someone hearing me? What am I saying? Do you know that if you go to town with 300 runs, you can go and come back and say, I didn't find a shoe. It's not like you didn't find a shoe in town. You didn't find a shoe that you like. But there is a Chinese shoe that you can actually buy for 300 runs. So we can actually go to town, have money, but we are not able to buy anything because we cannot afford what we want. So we'll come back with the 300 rounds and say i didn't find any shoe but it doesn't mean that there is no shoe the thing is your money is not sufficient is somebody listening to me is somebody hearing me in this place which means if you are struggling in life don't say ah things are hard guys things say things are hard for me because the very same shoe that you fail to buy somebody can afford it without thinking Is somebody is hearing me. So don't make it a universal principle. Say ah things are hard this time. There is someone who is actually prospering. In a very difficult situation. Are you listening to me? So although Jesus was king of glory. That God loves him and provides for him. He was born in a manger. Because Joseph and Mary could not afford a very expensive inn. Which means generations they Play prison wardens. If you are not careful for things that are passed on in the bloodline, you may wonder where are my wars coming from? Herod was a prison warden, Pharaoh was a prison warden. But how was he a prison warden? The Bible says it came that the children of Israel cried to God. Hello, somebody. It's a generation. They cried to God for deliverance. They cried to God for freedom. But this is what happened. Hallelujah. When they cried for freedom and cried for deliverance, the Bible says that God heard their cry and came down. But how did God come down? He sent a man called Moses. Which means some of you sitting here may be a result of a praying generation that was before you. To say God delivers from poverty. God delivers from lack. God delivers from this. And God answered the prayer and sent a Moses, which is you, here today. Look at your neighbor. Say, You are chosen. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Say, You are chosen. <laughs> you are here. Yes. The person sitting next to you is chosen for greatness. Which means some of us are a direct product of the prayer from our grandmothers. When your mom was pregnant, she was crying, Lord, send a comforter. Lord, comfort us in this hunger. Lord, we don't have food. Please send. And you were raised in your womb. Not knowing that God has answered through you who is raising in your generation. If you see now, your life is quite different from everybody else in the household. Why? Because you've got marks of greatness upon you. Is somebody listening to me? Is somebody listening to me? So if you just live in, me I don't know, me I don't know. You may lose the purpose of who you are. Have you seen every superhero movie? He starts off not knowing who he is until a situation arises where he manifests into another machine. For Spider-Man it to take his uncle to die. For him to be triggered with rage and anger. But as we are not triggered with rage and anger. We are triggered by the Spirit of God to function effectively in our generations. Come on, say amen. Come on, shout amen. So, which means there are people here who are a direct product of a generation that was travailing to God. Saying, God, answer us. Break chains of sickness, break chains of yokes. And God heard the cry and he came down. But when God heard the cry and came down, he sent Moses out of the burning bush and said, Moses, I've heard the cry of my children. Therefore, go, for I'm sending you. (laughs) Hello, somebody. To prove it in scripture, the Bible says, Give and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together. This is the key word. Shall men. Into your bosom, which means when God answers your prayers, it will come in the realm of people. You send destiny helpers to accompany you to your place of calling. So now, Moses is here, he goes to Pharaoh. Pharaoh, God is saying, Let my people go. Pharaoh says, My God, who are you? You are actually stammering. Look, look at this calling. God is calling, the requirement of the job is someone who will speak to Pharaoh. And God is calling someone who cannot speak well to go and speak. We want someone who will go and speak on our behalf as a church. Then we find someone who cannot speak. Ph- 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 pharaoh, ph- Pharaoh is saying, what is this? <laughs> Which means, God does not look at your qualification to call you for any job. Looks at himself and he picks anybody blindfolded to use for his power. Do you think it's normal for me to send David in the days of Goliath? Eh? Do you think it's normal if David stands? Goliath, if Goliath is standing, David is even here in his waist because he's a giant, which means I don't send. Ramah Steele in the days of Undertaker. Ah, are you listening to me? Yes. I send Batista in the days of Undertaker when they stand, they are giants. Don't you think this is a natural equation that is birth equal? Which means if I am God, I will send Samson in the days of Goliath. So it will be Undertaker and Batista. The war is equal. But God is a good matchmaker. He does not send something your size. He sends something bigger than you and you think you are smaller, but the excellence of the power. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I came to speak to someone who is saying, man of God, I am unable. Man of God, I am insignificant. I came to tell you in this house that you are the right candidate for change. I don't think you believe it. I want you to touch three people. Go touch them and say you are the right... Ah. Move around and say you are the right candidate. If they don't believe it, say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Which means in the days of Samson, God does not send Goliath. But in the days of Samson, he sends the whole army. And in the days of david he sends a giant why because in the inside of him was a giant but in the inside of a giant was a small boy so as they were standing eyeball to eyeball goliath was the boy and inside david was the greater greater of the greatest giants which means God is in a business of using things that you despise, things that you look down upon, things that you are, that you don't expect, things that are not even highlighting. People who are not even promising. People who are in the door drums. People who are like Bartimaeus blind, lacking vision. People who are like the lepers, four lepers insignificant and hungry God uses things that men have said these things are no more God uses a Lazarus who people think is dead he waits four days for a miracle to kick in what am I trying to say in this place I don't care what weakness you have I don't care what disability you have the Bible says greater is he that is in me than the one who is in my finances. Greater is he that is in me than the one who is in education. Greater is he than the one who is in the world. I came to tell somebody you are an overcomer. Come and lift up your hand and say I am. I don't think you can hear me in this place. Which means we are not looking outside this building for millionaires. There is an ordinary girl sitting in this place who is going to be so wealthy. There is an ordinary boy who is in this place who is going to turn his situation around. There is an ordinary mother who is here who is going to turn things around. When God says yes, no one can say no. When God opens a door, nothing closes the door. When God says it's possible, no one will say it's not possible. Why the Bible says, with men things may be impossible, but with God all things are possible. Come and clip hands for Jesus, hallelujah! Come and clap hands for the Lord, hallelujah! Come and clap hands for the Lord, hallelujah! And so it happens that God, who is a matchmaker, does not bring things your size. I want you to understand this concept God brings greater things so that a miracle comes. Is somebody hearing me? If I'm believing God for 2,000 and I'm earning 2,000, there is no miracle. Do you know that? Yes. If, 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 if I'm believing God, that is going to rain. While well, least I have seen it in the Word, the report, that is going to rain. It's not a miracle. But if the weather report says there is no drop of rain for three and a half years, but I still go as an Elijah and say today, I don't care what the status is. I don't care what people are saying. I don't care what Baal is saying. It shall rain today. Why? So that the miracles may be seen in your life. Which means some of you who are here are fighting bigger wars. They've been older than your size. Older than your forefathers. But God is wanting to use that story for a greater testimony. Can you catch it in your spirit? To say where I am located now in life, God is using it to produce a greater testimony. When I was growing up, I used to be so angry. Why we are born poor? Because we grew up in a very rich suburb around us. So I would see some kids going to school being driven. Me, I'm walking with a backpack. I'm going to school with no lunchbox, others have a lunch box i would pray and say lord i just give me this family here not kulunkuku jawajantes family that i have give me some people give me these ones so that they also drive me to school when i'm young not knowing that i came out, out of that womb so that when the excellence of the power of god comes i am able to testify it's not a miracle For someone who was born and there's a fleet of cars five in his house so when they have a car, it's not a miracle but for you you know that your uncle used to carry you 10 kilometer to go to school even a bicycle is a miracle a wheelbarrow not a hammer wheelbarrow by itself is a miracle depending from where you are coming from hello somebody if you are born in a family where everyone is in university it's not a miracle to be here but if you know that there is no one who tested matric, and you are in university, every day you go on your knees and say, "Lord, thank you." While others are why are you saying thank you? Is university a testimony? Yes, it is. Yes, don't be worried when you see some women walking with high heels like peacock like this. They never had shoes for years. Ah, is it your business? What's your problem now? yes don't be surprised I know that the rules of hygiene and what they say do not eat in the street but there are people that grew up suffering no pizza no chicken in nothing when you see them walking with a one liter bottle drinking like this don't, don't say that they've lost the manners allow them to recover <laughs> are you here somebody or have you gone home are you here somebody or have you gone home which means what may not be your testimony brother is a testimony to me what you may not value brother I may value it which means some people didn't grow up wearing even a trouser yes they would wait until the, ba- the brother grows bigger and the trouser cannot fit and the trouser is kept for them so if they buy new clothes and they are always seeing them in church with same clothes leave them it's not your business yes it's a miracle for them Somebody, so systems now are designed to maintain people in a certain level. That is why you see when Moses confronted Pharaoh, his same people that he wanted to deliver fought him and said, Who are you? We have made you a leader amongst us. The day you approached the Pharaoh, our problems increased. Which means his own people that is trying to help, we're trying to silence the voice of the deliverer hello somebody don't be shocked in life that people what you are trying to help may be the best people used to bring discouragement to take you out from your destiny yes Ah, i think i should go to university they say why go and work in the garden at least you provide for us hello somebody So you despise the calling of God Because they are seducing you to go another way That will maintain the status quo In the generation So it becomes a prison Warden Making sure that you remain In your prison Do you know what a prison warden is like? A prison warden Is like a thermostat for a fridge A thermostat for a fridge Regulates temperature Which means if we say, we are going to set the temperature at 30 degrees Celsius, average. When it goes 25, this thermostat kicks in, it switches it on. And it puts too much air, too much cold, too much cold. And when there's cold and it reaches 30 degrees, then it switches off. When there's too much uh, inside and it goes 35, it cuts so that it always comes down to 30. That is why you find that if a poor person wins lotto, what happens along the way he loses the millions in a day? Do you know why? Because his mind has got a thermostat that tells him you cannot have 100 runs in the account. Do you know that there are people that on we were speaking about it on Friday, the day they earn money, their fingers are itch to spend. <laughs> Itchy, itchy, itchy. When you see it, you say, I, I feel ice cream. Ice cream. You go, you buy, you buy. You say, ah, but walking. I should not walk. I should take Uber. You take Uber. But you say, it's not nice to eat it alone. I should call my friends. You call your friends. So that on day five, it's finished. And you come back to your average. Because you are used to dryness. Somebody said the prison warden. Somebody said the prison warden. If you mix water and oil, Water will find its size, oil will find its size. Which means that you don't grow beyond your mentality. If you are a 5,000 mentality person, it's very hard to grow into a 20,000 in an instant. You have to develop your mind to function at that level. That is why it's very difficult for men who grow up being told you should beat a woman. Hello, somebody. When you marry now, when you look at a woman. <laughs> to change that you feel uh, she will not listen why because you have been taught and there is a prison warden educating you to maintain the system i've been told about guys who stole serious money when they stole serious money they were staying in the location and the guy digged the money underground you know what did? they say he bought an a what he bought what a lamborghini bought a Lamborghini and went and packed it in location why he couldn't sleep at night he was dancing <gasps> <gasps> something tells him he will be caught he says I don't care I don't care I, I don't care hello somebody which means it was a thermostat his fuses were blowing he couldn't handle it hello somebody be careful of prison wardens in your household hallelujah If your generation is struggling with women and you are born, you just see every woman amazing. Any dress that goes like this, your eye will turn. Even when driving, you you fall into a a ditch because it is a generational power. And when you start engaging different women, you are now maintaining the status quo of the generation. Which means if generations were in polygamy, in different wives, make sure that your eyes look different. Is someone hearing me? Yes. yes. If your generations were stuck in alcohol, you just find your feet. To, if you're passing through a beer hole, your feet will just stand like this. You say, ah, let me go and listen to music inside here. When you're listening to music, you look at the, the glasses. You say, ha. Ah. But this one I think is tasty. Okay, no, but I'll not drink. Let me just uh, play darts. You start playing darts in them. Another day you come again. When you are about to pass, they are playing <laughs> Umunye. say, my song. You enter again. It's not your song. Oh. They are calling you in the beer because all of them, what made them vagabonds is drinking. And day one, you introduce yourself to it. It's a prison warden. And the way it will test in you, it will have vanilla. Some sugar. It will be different because your tongue tested it in your bloodline. So when it comes to you, it says, aha, uh-huh, this is my very own person. This is me. Others tested, they say, ah, this is not pu You, you feel like, yeah. Why? The taste is exaggerated by the bloodline. Be careful of prison wardens in the generation. All of them failed. What was the reason? They didn't have concentration. You, the time, for exam, you feel that your series has come on television. Scandal. You want to watch Scandal? (laughs) And Scandal does today, tomorrow. Until you fail. It's a prison warden to maintain you in. We want to pray. I don't know you, but you know things that fight your generation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. People are struggling. People are hurting because of the prison warden. People are struggling today because of the prison warden. If in your family there is an anti-marriage spirit, make sure you don't fornicate all. Because fornication becomes the prison warden. Yes. The spirit is fighting; it's an anti-marriage spirit. When you fornicate, you fall in sin, and in sin there is no blessing. So, God and the devil who will, will be both against you. At least choose one. Yes, if you fornicate and you're in adultery and you're fighting anti-marriage spirits, you are fighting nothing. Because God will say, eh, "It's fine. Do it by yourself." Yes. Sin will help you engage in sin. The devil also will say, ah, let the prison warden, let them deal with each other. But when you abstain,
0: <laughs>
1: you, are, you are frustrating the demands of the prison warden and God allows the blessing to go. So, two of them, they will release. Both number one, the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you which means there are some things that break by resistance yes there are things that break by resisting the scripture where we have read say now we have Jesus who is touched with our very feelings when we are low he is our high priest who has entered into the heavens so now let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we may find mercy and grace and help in time of need. Our prayer is, help me, Lord Jesus. We don't want to pray manicured prayers. We want to pray prayers for help. Do you know how someone behaves when they are calling for help? Imagine you are kidnapped and you see someone say, help. <laughs> I'm saying help. eh? Help. No! Desperate things cause for desperate situation. Yes. Have you listened to me? Because these things have fought generations. They think they will fight you, not knowing that greater is He. Not knowing you will call for help. Our ancestors didn't help us in generational yokes, our ancestors died. <laughs> but Jesus is alive. So He is the best helper to help us in the time of need. There are Goliaths in front of us. We can't do it by ourselves. There are chains in front of us that we can't overcome by ourselves. We need the help. And he says, let us come boldly. You know what boldly means? You know what boldly means? I I like this emoji that is being sent on WhatsApp. We say it's a step where when you're happy. When this thing is bouncing like this. That is how boldly you walk towards the throne. Knowing that you'll find grace and Mercy. And help in time of trouble. Oh my God. Why would you suffer when there is help? Why would you cry hopelessly when there is help? A lot of people are bitter against God. A lot of people don't know that God is ready to help. The Bible says, I will arise like a mighty man, like a mighty warrior out of my sleep. Hello, somebody. Which means God will wake up with another force that you have never anticipated. Are you ready to pray? Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus, send help my way. Deal with the prison warden. Begin to pray now. I need to hear prayer in the atmosphere. Hey, I can't help myself. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord.